0: The is like yeah. oriented slightly differently than it normally is. Okay, cool. No, I think it's fine. Okay, great.
1: Welcome to Slow and Steady, the podcast where you get to follow along as we figure out how to build products and recover from burnout. I'm Benedict.
0: And I'm Brian. Each week, we'll give you an honest peek into our lives as we figure things out. Today is February 16th, and I am feeling behind.
1: This is episode number 78, and I'm feeling calm.
0: Very nice. I'm going to absorb some of that.
1: (laughs) Why are you behind? Like, did you just wake up? Well, in
0: a, no, no, like in a, I feel like I'm behind in a micro and a macro sense. I mean, in a micro sense, it was 7.59, I was pulling up our, or, you know, 7.59, my time one minute before we start recording. I was like pulling up the note, you know, the, (laughs) the outline, like, oh my gosh. Um... And, uh, and yeah, I had like just walked in, you know, the house two minutes ago from dropping the kids off at school. Um, on a macro sense, I feel like I'm just spinning. This week was just spinning a bunch of plates. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, trying to finalize the, you know, zeroing in on some RVs, uh, packing up a bunch of the house, looking at finances and stuff to, you know, figure out the, okay, with the timing of the, buying the truck and when are we going to sell this and do that um so just a lot of things going you know on the personal side but then some good news on the business side is that I have a, a call tomorrow morning to finalize a, what what looks to be like finalizing the contract for one of probably the biggest uh jobs to be done contract I've ever ever won um nice. With And I, I don't think that I can, I, I think that I will be able to, but I don't think I can say who it's with just yet. Um, but it would be really, really great. So it's like in the, you know, educational uh, game, like, area. And so, um, which just is perfect for me. Um, so I'm really, really excited about it. I mean, as a, as a parent... I'm excited about what they're trying to work on because it's totally something that I buy for my kids. Um, you know, as a consultant, it's a great project. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so there's there's just a lot lot going on there that that feels like just trying to keep everything moving. Sounds something like it's in,
1: that... in in your sweet spot at the moment with like jobs to be done, mm-hmm. uh, board games, games in yeah. general.
0: Yeah, exactly. I That's mean, the, cool. Yeah, the first you know, the the intro call with them felt really easy because it was just like, look, I'm a former teacher, I do product now, and I'm designing a board game on the side. I mean, <laughs> I <laughs> I I'm think we're a perfect fit. <laughs> I think we're a good fit. Now it's just, you know, immense amounts of imposter syndrome because this is a really really well known company and I feel like I'm just, you know, little Brian Ray over here in Colorado. So, you know how that goes but um, how did they find you a couple of my blog posts um, so finally my my website got a client
1: it's, I was about to say <laughs> it's it's just the first instance of a website and a blog post or a couple of blog posts actually landing one um, client, someone at a time
0: yeah yeah I think uh, I mean that yeah so they they did they stumbled across a few jobs to be done posts that I had written and they reached out and they were like this is exactly what we're trying to do. Can you can you do this for us? And so you know, I, uh, that's yeah, you know, that's that's how it started. So pretty pretty awesome nice. because nice. it does just feel like I can just point to that post and say, "This is exactly what we'll do together." Mm-hmm. Um, how do, how do we want to how do you want to go about it? Here's how. Nice. All, here's what I would recommend. So anyway, so that's it's all. A, it's all good.
1: Is it is it like uh, is it a remote job or is it like? Do you have yeah, to visit yeah, no, or something like that? No,
0: they're they're based in they're based in Europe, um, and so like their their team, um, and so it'll all be you know conducting jobs to be done, interviews with them, um, like them observing me doing interviews so that they can like be taking notes and like get coaching afterwards, and then we'll break down you know the content of the interviews afterwards together again like with some coaching structure a survey you know execute and analyze the output of the survey so basically just like me going through the whole process with them and providing coaching and guidance on the way along the way so that they can you know continue to do it themselves interesting
1: Um, so you're basically bootstrapping a jtbd process uh for them, or, or s- yes. sort of, yeah, okay, yeah, that's cool. Exactly,
0: yeah. And
1: yeah. You will be doing. Inter- uh, did I get that right? You will be interviewing them, like as an example, or will you? Be no, 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 no.
0: Yeah, sorry. I think I. Uh, th- they will be sitting in on interviews that mm. I am conducting with their target market. So interesting. Yeah, and taking notes along the way, all that kind of thing. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm excited for you. <laughs> I'm excited too. I just, I really hope that it, I, I hope that it goes great. Um, Because it would be, <laughs> you know, for, well, for every reason. Um, So, yeah, that's, that feels like, yeah, I can just, I can just even feel it. Just like talking about it, that I'm super excited about it. And along with it just comes some nerves, you know, so just feels... Yeah. Yeah. I think that's one thing I'm I'm totally noticing this, like why about consulting versus if I were just a member of this exact same team, how I would be feeling. And I think the thing that I really dislike about consulting is it feels so like everything feels like a performance, you know, Mm -hmm. where like you have, you have to get it right the first time, every single time, or or at least my, my perception is, or the client will think that you've like hoodwinked them or, mm-hmm. uh, you know, condom or something. As opposed to like when you're an ongoing member of a team, it feels more iterative. And, mm-hmm. hey, yeah, okay, here's what we learned from that. We're going to make it a little bit better next time. And you're, okay, cool, just kind of continuing going along. It just feels so much more collaborative and like everybody's on the same page. Whereas this totally feels like it does. It feels like a public speaking performance every single time where you have to stick it and like stick the landing and, you know, uh, hit a home run, whatever analogy you want to use to prove that you were right in bringing in this outside expert, you know, Mm -hmm. who never, who never misses, who's, who always gets it right. Who, you know, is worth every single penny, um, I just, I just don't like that. I don't like that feeling overall. Sorry. That's kind of a rabbit trail. just kind of like occurred to me the other day where it's like, this is what I don't like about it. It's so performance oriented and it's annoying.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Does that resonate with you at all from consulting days?
1: It does in a way. I I see like, especially in a setup, like with this, like, uh, where you feel like you're you're just, like, a tiny player and you're working with this, like, huge <laughs> enterprise. Mm-hmm. I can see where this comes, like, how does my, yeah, stress you out a little bit more. I have a feeling from my past, I just, like, was super careful with, like, the clients I work with, and it usually was okay. And, uh, I mean, it also wasn't, like, uh, that much of a performance in terms of, like, doing calls and stuff like that. So it was always more like of a collaborative process anyways, because with software development, it's not like, right. no, nobody knows what we're building in the first place anyway. So <laughs> um, it, it's, yeah. it, I think it's a lot yeah. easier that way. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know for some reason, one, like one occasion, uh, Came to mind while we were talking about this, and it was like, I was teaming up with um, with a friend, uh, and we got request uh, request by a business to do like they basically wanted a quote for a software platform for their for their business. And at the time, we we basically did discovery meetings with them. Like we would meet our customers, and then like analyze their business a little bit analyze the use case a little bit and then like figure out what what the software is and we weren't just with this one particular client this meeting totally went sideways um, <laughs> we planned we pl- basically planned an entire day of just like um doing business model canvas and stuff like that yeah. like figuring out yes. who's who is involved in this and for some reason like expectations were Totally misaligned. Like we we got there and started like poking at their business model and stuff like that and trying to figure out a good solution and like a good right coming up with a good recommendation. But you can sense that you could sense that the other party was like, Why are they asking me a bunch of stuff about my business? And why don't they just blur out why a number, just- like give an estimate and what this would cost? And it's isn't it totally obvious what we want to build? And from our side Totally wasn't obvious because, like,
0: they had to understand what are you going to build that's going to have an impact on their business. Yeah, totally. Whereas they're just like, build us the we know the thing, build the thing.
1: Yeah, but it wasn't quite like as usual. It wasn't quite as obvious of what this thing would look like. Um, Yeah, and it was one of those meetings. Like we we had a lunch break, and we decided to just like. Go for a walk, just the two of us, and talk a little bit. And it was obvious that we had to get out of there <laughs> as fast <Whoa>. as possible. <laughs> yeah, and, and we got back to the to the meeting, and uh, after the after lunch break, and we we're like, yeah, so it's obviously <laughs> there's not there's a, a misalignment, and there's not a this it's not a fit, and they were pretty pissed. We were kind <laughs> of, oh <my> um, <laughs> I don't know, we yeah. weren't pissed, but it was like, I don't know. Yeah, we basically stopped stopped everything after the lunch oh, break, and oh, uh, everyone went their ways. And yeah, it was an amazing so experience. Yeah. Oh, sheesh. <laughs> but I mean, in the end, I mean, that's just how it is. Like, sometimes it just mm-hmm. doesn't it just doesn't work, yeah. and, and I don't want to discourage you or anything. Like,
0: I oh, no 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 <laughs> no. I mean, I th- um, think like that that story, and like how I'm feeling right now. Um, So I think something that is really important to do, but also really hard to do is to not associate your personal identity and personal worth with your work product. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Or your reputation? Yeah. Like all those things, just like getting tangled up together and like that, that particular business meeting where you made the complete right call. Hey, there's no fit here. Uh, We should just call this um, that I can imagine, okay, what did that, what are they going to think? What's that say about me, et cetera, et cetera. All those things that just like, that just make it, make it complicated. And I think the more, the, the more, the healthier, the healthier boundary that you have between your, your worth as a person, your personal identity. Yeah. And, what it is that we're putting out in the world and what other people are going to think based upon how successful or unsuccessful it is, you know, you're, you're better off the, the, the bigger, the better, uh, the more healthy of a boundary you have in place there. But I mean, yeah, it's, it's hard. It's really, hard. it's
1: super hard, but I guess that's sometimes it's just, it's just what it is. Like, yeah, you don't have to be a perfect fit for every project. And no, if it, suddenly becomes obvious that this isn't the right thing, then I guess it's, it's okay to just like raise the point and uh, Mm -hmm. gracefully get out of there. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm kind of curious, like, what does, what does it feel like um, as you're, as you're talking to all these other tiny seed companies in your cohort, in new cohorts and, you know, some are, you know, going to the moon some are you know probably getting ready to wind down like how does how does those meetings feel or like what's the vibe like in terms of um you know these people are doing great these people haven't figured it out this is not quite there what's the uh, how how, what are those conversations like and what's the level of support like um
1: i'm not sure i have a good answer for that um (laughs) I mean, overall, people are still supportive um, uh, of each other or with each other. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah.
1: I guess, like in most cases, you just like don't have that much influence on on it. So mm-hmm. it's not. It's some some maybe got lucky and are uh, super successful. Some just like figure it out in time, and some <laughs> like us didn't. <laughs> um, but I guess it's just how it is. Um, and,
0: yeah. Uh, I I mean, I was, yes, I'm just almost like it's a totally leading question almost, because I think the thing that's real, that is helpful about the circles that we run in is that there's just a, there's just a better understanding of that, you know, that sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, it's cool. It's fine. As opposed to other, you know, frankly, like VC circles and VC startup circles that I've, you know, been in before where it. Is totally like high school, you know, how, how, what was the last, Oh, Hey, their last round They they raised 15, like their last round and they, Oh, they're, yeah. they're valued at 500 now. And they just, they just got to 80 employees. Like that whole thing, just, you know, some of those, uh, like group summits and executive, you know, summits that I've went to before felt exactly like being back in high school. And it was just <laughs> so bizarro, um, but I would imagine, you know, a a fund like tiny seed is way more down to earth and that just the people, yeah. the, like, the people are more down to earth. I, I, I think I agree. Yeah. I just, it's not like,
1: I don't feel like it's a lot of like comparing numbers and then feeling mm-hmm. smug about it. Um, yeah. yeah, I have a feeling if we, we all switched businesses for, for a month or so, <laughs> <laughs> Not really sure that anything would fundamentally change. <laughs> Some things are just uh, easier or a slash harder than than others. Right. Um, yeah, and that that's also what makes it hard. I mean, there's no one blueprint that works for every every business and every yeah. setup and every condition. And that's yeah, that's why it's just hard to figure out what to do. I guess.
0: Mm-hmm. Totally. Well, so what are you? what are you doing what are you figuring out what to (laughs) what to do (laughs) in userless land
1: yeah so last week was the first week in quite a while that felt like calm like and a bit like i'm not saying relaxing is probably an exaggeration but at least it wasn't stressful because something was burning or something was on fire Mm -hmm. um after our call last week um I was able to fix that that uh, um, response time spikes that I was seeing. Um, uh, essentially, was tweaking the Dyna config a little bit. Um, okay. Instead of having multiple small ones, we now have a larger one with more processes on it. And that seems to handle things pretty well. <clears throat> it's still like from time to time, it still spikes, but um, it's only once a week instead of 10 times a day or something like that. Mm-hmm. And that finally allowed me to to actually focus on some research and development for (laughs) a change. So I spent the last end of last week, the last three days or so, um, basically working on the identity resolution problem that Mm -hmm. we have to solve. I think you
0: need you need like a globally unique identifier. So that multiple potential identifiers from all these different services could work? An email yeah. address here, an ID there? Okay. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So right.
1: um, what we're basically doing is, uh, is con- like have user profiles and then connect them with all their identifiers across the platforms. Mm-hmm. And I think I have a solution figured out. I, I wrote a pretty big SQL query that would like <laughs> look, look for an existing identifier, and if it doesn't exist yet, create a new one and then mm-hmm. connect it to a user profile. If it doesn't exist, create a new one. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's working, but it's like a giant SQL statement with, like I don't know, nested queries and stuff like that. And I had a hard time implementing that in, in Rails. <laughs> okay. Just, just combining all of it into one big Ruby statement that I can send to the database. Mm-hmm. Tried, I tried to do this two times. I tried to do this on Wednesday, gave up at the end of the day, tried it again on Friday, gave up. I will try a different strategy this week. Uh, let's see how it works. <laughs> um, but overall, I'm confident that we're on the right track, and <clears throat> I'll be able to figure this one out. Mm-hmm. So that feels good. <clears throat> on On Thursday, I didn't feel inspired <laughs> to actually work on this, so instead, I just did some house cleaning, uh, some housekeeping. Finally, got to upgrading to the latest version of Rails um, and stuff like that. Just like taking care of all the yeah, all the things that you have to take care of. Uh, totally. Sometimes. I thought you
0: meant actual housekeeping like walking around your house and putting things where they go so that you feel better about your <laughs> about yeah your space, yes which that, is also a good thing to do at work.
1: That yeah that's that I do that pretty regularly yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah actually that's what I did on 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 Wednesday and on Friday when I, when I got stuck with like uh writing some code I just Get up and clean the dishes or whatever. Yeah, just right. like yes, do something entirely else and think about it a little bit more in the process, mm-hmm. and then get back to it and still fail. But I mean, I learned a lot of things, um, I'm sure. which was I'm nice. Sure. Yeah. So overall, um, things are in a better, uh, better shape and a better state than they were a couple of weeks ago. And that, good. Yeah, just good like. It's, I, I'm finally able to, to think again in a way, like Mm -hmm. uh, one thing that was, uh, was tough in the last couple of weeks was just like, because so many things were happening and so many fires needed attention, I felt like I wasn't able to even clearly think about a problem and find a good solution because I just didn't have the energy or the the capacity to do so. Mm -hmm. And. With everything in control now, it feels like I can spend a day in just like thinking about a problem, deeply thinking about something and working right. on a solution. And that that's right. so that that's a good feeling. Um, I'm I'm glad I'm back in this state. Um, yeah. So in other news or in other pro- progress or other things that are happening in user list we switched uh, our accountant and bookkeeping service uh, over the last couple of weeks. Um, We're now using uh, less accounting uh, instead of the the, the company where we using previously. And um, we actually kept our QuickBooks (laughs) set up. So we're not, Mm -hmm. not entirely switching to less accounting, but they hooked us up with a super good uh, bookkeeper, bookkeeper and an accountant. It's like, our previous service was fine. Like it was cheap and it, it did the job. But this um, this is so much better. <laughs> we finally have someone. We have finally have someone who's like proactive about stuff. Um, whereas previously it felt a little bit like they would keep our books, but yeah, not talk to us about it. No, don't ask any questions. Um, yeah.
0: They're basically just yeah. putting the numbers where they go, but not doing any, you know, consultative no. approach no. to you of hey, here's what I'm okay, got it.
1: And and this new team, like they went in and basically redid the books for 2020, <laughs> at least in parts, like uh created a bunch of new accounts and uh reorganized stuff so it's more obvious where we're spending the money. They raised a couple um potential problems that we have to uh be aware of um, like um, sales tax and stuff like that, okay. um, and they're like overall just way more proactive and uh, asking questions and yeah, pointing oh. at things that might be a problem. And it just feels so good.
0: <laughs> so it it looks it it looks a little bit more like they're targeted towards freelancers and consultants, but as a I mean a, a small SaaS team, they're set up for that as well i mean it sounds yeah. like
1: it sounds uh, so far it w- hasn't been a problem mm. and as i said like they they raised the uh, uh raised good questions and and pointed out potential problems it sounds mm. like they have uh, other SaaS companies that they're working with as well cool like stripe wasn't a new thing for them and all of that stuff so they okay. they, they picked up on that pretty quickly um and the accounting, t- uh, the accountant team, the CPA team is even familiar with like uh, companies with uh, non-resident. Uh, that's founders, yeah. and that's also pretty helpful.
0: That uh, I'm I sure mean, just to, it's just got to be such a peace of mind to yeah have a team who knows your setup and understands why it's beneficial and here's how to make sure it works for you. That's got to feel so good.
1: Yeah, that's it. It feels li- really good. Um, yeah. I mean, let's see how the tax returns go. Uh, we had some mm-hmm. some mm-hmm. issues in the previous years uh, where it felt like they were weren't quite accurate, uh, and we had to do several rounds. Let's see how it goes with a new team. But yeah. overall, it just feels so much better. Okay, <laughs> and it's, good. I mean we're paying a little bit more than double what we paid before, but it feels like a good investment in terms of peace of mind and just being yeah. sure that we're not missing anything. So yeah. highly, highly recommend it.
0: Cool. Cool. Thanks for sharing that.
1: Um, and then the last thing, um, Jane is doing a lot of marketing experiments these days. Um, mm-hmm. one thing she tried last week or over the last couple of weeks was, um, doing a paid ads for our, um, basically a, a book, a demo call, um, mm-hmm. Or a CTA book a demo CTA. Yeah. Um yeah. and it kinda worked in terms of like we got more we got more demo requests, but the no show rate was way higher, <laughs> I think. Oh, okay. I, yeah. I don't have the exact numbers, but like the majority just didn't show mm-hmm. up. <laughs> mm-hmm. And um I because stepped the in the first and...
0: the first conversion from the paid ad was book a demo, not download a thing, follow yeah. up, follow up, book a demo. Yeah. It was fur, Okay, cool. Yeah, it
1: was like, okay. pr- we, we tried some pay ads previously where the first call to action was basically sign up. Um, uh-huh. And that didn't really work. Like we got some trials, but they were not a good fit and, and stuff like that. Mm. And in the end, I think none of them converted. And now uh, we tried to uh, book a demo and um, yeah, a lot of people just didn't show up. Um, some of them, like I did two calls uh, with people today. Um, and one of them might sign up and it sounds like they are, I don't know, they're not a SaaS business, but at least they can make use of it. And the other one was just, yeah, it was obvious that we're not a good fit. So I sent them mm-hmm. somewhere else. Um, yeah. Yeah. Overall, it feels like it's still not the right approach. Um, so, um, we're building landing pages for dedicated lead magnets, uh, this week, yeah. And then try to get people on the mailing list, and then nurture them there a little bit. Right. Um, yeah, Hope, hopefully that will work better. Um, it, like thinking about it, probably will, but who knows? We have to try it. Um, and then, yeah, let's see. Mm-hmm.
0: Do you have? I mean, just a ball, like a, a rough estimate of. Um like what the no show rate is from organic traffic versus i know you said you didn't know the exact numbers but like what what is a ballpark of a no show rate
1: i think we have like on, on with regular traffic uh we have like a no show rate of maybe 10% or so yeah. like okay. it's pretty right. like most people show up manageable. for the demos right yeah and with uh with the paid ads it feels like it's, 80 percent no-show or something like that yeah okay so i mean yeah
0: huge difference yes okay
1: cool and to That's be cool. honest we're not doing a lot of like actually we don't do any pre-qualification at all it's just like mm-hmm. landing page with a button there and you can book a mm-hmm. book a call um, yeah. so yeah i mean it's an experiment i don't think we, we will refine that but if we do this again, we'll probably just like have them fill out a form and then invite them to a demo after that or something like that. But um, right. yeah, I don't know. I, we're putting hopes into the into the lead magnet experiment. Um, let's mm-hmm. see how that goes. Cool. So yeah, that's, that's what's been happening right. uh, in user lists.
0: Cool. Okay. Well, it's a good... It's a good catch up. Yeah. I guess well, uh I don't think I've got anything else. This how week?
1: did your um your playtest go?
0: Uh, or is it still is coming it? up. Oh yeah, that was that was after it was supposed to be before we talked last week and it happened on uh happened on Thursday. It went great. Um he he loved it. And just in terms of like you know what other games he owns and like listed on his you know, Board Game Geek profile. Um, he, he thought it was a great game. We, we finished and he was like, Can I, I mean, can I get this URL so that I can, you know, play it anytime I want? And I'm like, wow, okay, that's a good sign. So we, we've got like these, you know, eight follow up questions um, that we ask everybody after they play. And he had some really good, some constructive feedback. Um, on some of the, you know, mechanisms as, as it was going along that we've, we're already going to integrate and improve for the next round. It, it was seriously, it was really encouraging. It was really, really fun. Um, it's like the first person outside of our personal circles to play. Yeah. Um, and it, it, it went really great. Um, so the next, the, uh, yeah, I guess it's something I can talk about real quick is that the next thing that graham and i are realizing we 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 need to do is to get our to get the rule book and to get the how-to video in a much more polished state so that we can just hand it off to 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 play groups to to test it out like Mm -hmm. we can't maintain you know a pace of needing to you know sort of Yeah, manage the the gameplay um and uh so that's that's our focus right now is that um like get the get the rule book updated with a ton of graphics and diagrams and exam like far way more visual examples of what a rule is describing um and then uh i've got like i think three or four play groups that uh that reached out to me on in this Facebook group that I had been planning on playing with them. But instead, I uh, actually want to use it as like the first opportunity to say, here are the rules. Here's the virtual tabletop. It'd be a great if you would record, you know, screencast of your group playing. Um, uh, but if nothing else, you know, here, here's the game. Can't wait to hear your feedback. Um, so that's like, I think that's the next... Uh, the next major, I think, milestone is what's called blind play testing. Meaning, mm-hmm. here's the rules, here's the game, play it now, um, as opposed to managed play testing, which is what we've been doing. Yeah, so it's it's coming along, man. It's it's, uh, so it's still cool. moving.
1: So the the play groups uh didn't happen yet the play
0: groups did not happen yet the uh the what we played what we played last week was basically a three-player game Mm -hmm. myself graham my co-designer and then this uh this really cool dude uh, from from germany ben who Mm. (laughs) wanted to play our crazy little game um and so yeah these next these these next upcoming ones are other like colorado uh you know, play groups that meet, you know, once every week or once every couple of weeks to play games together. So i awesome. us try to get hours to their table. So, yeah, it's fun. It's fun. We got to, we got to figure out uh, Graham and I, like, what is our, what is our timeline for saying, okay, it's, it's pretty much done. It's time to, you know, prepare to print the first edition um because i think where i don't think i know that we had way we have way different current expectations where um i'm like look i mean it's it's print once it gets printed it's locked and so unlike software we really need to iterate like do you know a whole bunch of work and revisions before we say here's the first version um and 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 Graham sounds a lot more like Brian, the software consultant, where he's like, "No, at a, at a certain point, we 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 have to say, you know, it's more important for us to finish our first game than to get it perfectly right. So, you know, we should do, I don't know, like ten more play tests, and then let's run a Kickstarter campaign." And I'm like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa!" So, um, it's real. It is really funny uh, to try to find that to try to find that balance so um yeah we'll we'll see but in in short like our compromise right now is let's let's do four let's have 40 people 40 groups play the game without us there and get feedback how's Mm -hmm. how's that number sound to you 40 um which would be like a total of a fifty of like basically fifty total since we've played it roughly ten times already. Um so that's our that's our current milestone. And then we'll we'll revisit the conversation of uh how how prepared do we think it is to to invest in printing and, mm-hmm. and run a campaign. So
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's that's awesome. That's exciting. Um I guess there's always the danger of like waiting too long or like I I, I feel like this is the phase where you can easily get stuck and never never get out of
0: you're you're totally right you're totally right and uh, and (laughs) (laughs) I I feel like yeah I think I'm maybe trying a little too hard to get it a little too right the first the very the first printing as opposed to Let's let's get it. Let's be confident in it. Understand it's imperfect, but we did it. We designed and printed a a game.
1: How much? So, how much is like uh, uh, printing? Like what's what? What's yeah. the budget there? How much money do you need to to make totally, like a small
0: batch? It, yeah, totally. Totally depends on the components that that you include and the type of you know components that are included. And so that's where I'm trying to get some get a better understanding. Is I've basically shared our tabletop our tabletopia setup with this board game manufacturing company to say, here here are the components. Can you give me a breakdown and help us better understand? You know, cards are super cheap. Um, wooden tokens not so cheap. Cardboard mats in between. Like what what is the most expensive part of a of a game when i you know pick it up at the at the you know local game shop i have no idea yeah so um but i mean i think what we would be trying to shoot for is how can we get it down to you know 10 ish 10 to 15 dollars hour cost per box so that then we can sell it for 39 dollars add some shipping to it um like that's that is my very rough you know guess at the moment and that could be wildly off um but most likely i think that we would be shooting for like uh probably you know 500 or a thousand or 1500 um copies um and i mean hopefully more along the lines for like 500 to a thousand um but it kind of depends on the particular manufacturer's minimums and all this other like You know, manufacturing side of things that I I think will be fun to learn about, but then really laborious to execute. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, (laughs) Um, yeah.
0: but that's yeah, that's like a whole other side of the of this chain that will be brand new, but exciting.
1: Sounds like a big investment, though. Like, uh, I mean, if they need at least eight thousand copies uh, to even start production, then it's a it's a decent chunk of money that you need to actually get this printed. Yeah,
0: totally. So that's and so that's why we would run. That's why we're leaning towards. Okay, we run a Kickstarter campaign. You know, um, at you know we need you know three hundred supporters at forty bucks per supporter. Does that get us to seventy or eighty percent of the of the funds? Mm-hmm. Then we will split the rest and then you know hope to uh eventually make that back up on the on the other side of it is basically how we would look at it we're we're, we would not we would not get a you know twenty thousand dollar quote from a manufacturer and then throw ten thousand of our own dollars at it and then say okay let's try and go sell this thing like that (laughs) we're not gonna we're not gonna do it that way we're trying we're trying to get a an estimate of the of the funds so that we can Know what would our Kickstarter goal be, and what percentage of that do we want to do? We want to set our funding goal at. Yeah, does that make yeah. sense?
1: Yeah, it makes sense.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's a big like. Sounds we'll like a big over there. uh Sounds like a big step. Like I, I, I'm trying to think of ways to do this like earlier and cheaper, but I yeah, I, I don't, yeah. Yeah, it feels like Tabertopia is like the a good compromise to to have something that you can test and tweak and yeah. It
0: is a it is a really great uh, cheat for testing the the mechanics. You know how do these things work together? Um, like all the you know the multiple different individual mechanics that we have working together to create one system. Um, but at the same time, there's just uh, there, there are UI issues, like to put it in software language. Like mm-hmm. there's this whole thing where you're trying to um, you have to look at three different cards at the exact same time. And if you had one set of what well, you had one card in your hand at a table and then those other two right next to each other, it's just a very easy comparison. Whereas on Tabletopia, you have to zoom in, zoom out, zoom in, zoom out and hold all that in your head. And so there's like this feeling where we're saying, "Hey, this part is this part of the game working?" Because it really creates a lag. But it's that you're not holding the things in your hand, so it just it makes it really hard to know: do we need to tweak the rules there? Do we need to make a change? Or no, it works. It's that we need we're we're building a physical thing and trying to test it digitally. Mm -hmm. So, but. It has definitely been way more beneficial than it has been a slowdown because we've had we've gotten we're going to be able to get so many more tests than we ever would have been able to otherwise. Yeah. Yeah. So
1: can you just create a paper prototype yourself? Like
0: you can, yeah. Print it and
1: uh, put it on cardboard. Cut it out. Maybe get some. I don't know, get some color colored Legos or something like that as <laughs> yeah, as tokens for, and stuff yeah. stuff like that.
0: Yes. And so I mean, typically that is how um I mean that and still how many people uh do the, do prototypes. Our our game would be it'd be a total of like uh kind of off the top of my head, just trying to think, somewhere around forty pages um to print and then cut out you know, all those, all those individual cards. So it would not be a small investment of time. Um, and so uh, that'll be maybe the next that will, that that is the next step for us personally yeah. is while we get this other round of testing kicked off of blind play testing kicked off. Let's the two of us invest the time and materials into printing out a, uh, a physical version so that we can see, you know how does what's what's the table presence like and how does it feel as a game Mm -hmm. to to be looking at so yeah yeah
1: cool that's a nice project overall i guess sounds like (laughs) fun (laughs) a fun side project
0: (laughs) yeah yeah it has been super life-giving so okay this time for real yeah okay good good catching up man we'll yeah. uh we'll talk next week
1: see you bye, bye.